For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. If you type Justin Langer's name uh, into Google today, uh, all kinds of articles about Pat Cummins failing to endorse and uh, not my job, Cummins coy on Langer talk, uh, Cummins cold Langer response says everything, uh, and so on and so on it goes. And so on and so on this situation has gone uh, with Justin Langer. And uh, whatever side of the fence you stand on, I think we can all agree that it hasn't been, it, it, it hasn't looked good. And hopefully there's a resolution that comes from this tomorrow. Cricket Australia board set to meet and his future set to be determined in one way, shape or form. To get the views, uh, couldn't think of anyone better to go to. Not only was this man an absolute stellar cricketer uh, and bowler, Australia, 27 tests, 113 wickets. He's an even better bloke, so that makes it even all the better when you want to have a chat to someone about some cricket. Ryan Harris has been good enough to jump on with me. Hello, <laughs> mate. G'day, mate. Sam, hey, nice to speak to you, mate. Well, it's been a little while. Uh, we're not last year in the in the Queensland cricketers, I reckon. Something like probably about right, I reckon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you make good of all spot. this? What do you make of all this? Oh, yeah, look, I'm trying to I'm trying to work that out as we go day by day. Yeah. I'm, it's um, oh, look, yeah, it's 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 strange. Um, I guess coming from a a playing point, oh, sorry, a coaching point of view. Um. You know, Justin. You know, he was under the pump what 15 months ago mm. for what he was doing, or what he, you know, what he's doing too much of, or, or whatever it was. Obviously, I'm not in the changer anymore. So I mean, put that out there. I'm not. I'm not knowing exactly how his coaching style is. Yeah. Um, but you know, he was told by the three captains of each format that he he needed to change a couple of things and um and a couple of senior players. So he, he's obviously gone away and done that. Um, you know, from 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 afar, he's done sort of what they asked, I guess, and he's been around the group. Obviously, it sounds like he's had a positive influence on the group, you know, through the summer. Um, I find it hard that if a coach hasn't had the, the well, the coach hasn't had the, the three or four months that he had, or five months, um, in, in winning, a, you know, the first ever World Cup T20 trophy that Australia have won, and then winning an Ashes series, and I, I find it hard to believe that the coach isn't having a positive influence on the players. So, it, it all, for me, it, it, it all, it's all confusing. Um, Again, I'll put it out there. Again, I'm not in that group, so and I haven't spoken to any of the players in the group for that reason. It's not none of my. I don't really want to go digging. It's not the sort of thing I do. But um, there's obviously some some doubt in there that the reason why, as you said, no one's endorsing him, or maybe that's just something that Paddy Cummins is just doing publicly. He doesn't want to get involved, um, you know, in all the back and forth, uh, and that's 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 sort of the line he's taking but mm. the, it, it does seem a bit strange we're going where what are we um three weeks away from a tour um the coaches you know the coaches had so much success over the last four or five months um hasn't been given an extension and it's i guess going to the i mean it has to be decided tomorrow you'd think that's what the reports are saying and if it's not done tomorrow um you know he's either he's either home and hosed everyone's happy with what's going on and they're re-signing him or um they're going to put it off longer and longer, which I can't see happening. Yeah, Pat Cummins said it's only fair that Justin Langer goes through an evaluation process to determine whether he's the right person moving forward. But it would seem to me, Ryan Harris, that he's been through the evaluation with the players. They've aired their grievances. He's made the changes that he was asked to change. And then since then, they've won the first ever T20 World Cup and they've <clears> retained <throat> the Ashes in 12 days. Um, if there is a process, it would seem Justin Lang is not quite aware of it, and nobody else in cricket, every single ex-player is in lockstep saying, we've got no idea what's going on, and it would appear JL doesn't either. 
um, it all just seems very strange. And and show on top of that, that the man's actually just turned down a bonus because he reached KPIs mm. that were set into his contract. He didn't take the bonus because he didn't like the way that looked, given how people are struggling for COVID time. Yeah. So not only has he been winning, he's changed, swallowed his pride and done what was asked. <clears throat> he's, he's now reached KPIs and he might be left without a deal. Yeah, it seems all... It, I guess when you, when, you, when you put it that way and you, and you hear all the, the ex-players and... Um, I mean, a lot of them his close mates, but they're going to support him, which is mm. which uh, you know all the guys that have played with him and know what he's like. That's that's the reason why they're coming out and supporting. But I, I guess when you look back at it, um, ultimately, coach coach well, co- coaching jobs majority of the time <laughs> are driven by success, aren't they? And and um, something that Justin has had um, in a crucial time of his contract negotiation, or coming up to his end of his contract, he's had success. So I guess, and I, and I'm probably I'm probably one of those that sort of sits here and thinks. Well, here's that support for him, and, and that's the reason why everyone is supporting him, and, mm. and kind of, you know, is a little bit confused by this whole situation. Um, but I guess, you know, maybe it is the doubt, the doubt, and, and again, who knows what's going on behind closed doors with the review of the players? You don't know that. Uh, maybe there is some, there has to be some sort of doubt there. So, I, you know, from my point of view, again, I'm not in there. Um, my experience is, you know, you know Mickey Arthur was probably one a good example for me. Who was, who was such a great bloke, Mickey Arthur, but he just didn't quite click with me as a coach and a few other guys, and. And it probably that's what sort of cost him his job. But it was one of those things that, I, that I've always been taught. And you don't always have to like everyone in your team, um, but you've got to respect them and, and you've got to do everything you, think, everything you can do um, for the team to get the team winning and, and, and be successful. You don't have to hang out with them or you don't have to you know, spend a lot of time with them. But um, it, it's, it's just, it is. It's all a, it's all a bit of a, a funny situation, as I said. When you... When you when you when you're in the coaching business, the thing that gets your jobs and keeps your jobs is is, is success, and that's what he's had, and it, it doesn't seem to be adding up. It's been said, Ryan Harris, that JL is a footy coach, um, coaching cricket. The role of a cricket coach is still, I think, one of the most ambiguous in sport mm. because there's different people have different views on just how much influence a coach should actually have, and I think that makes it very tough for all cricket coaches, knowing what dressing room you're stepping into and then what role will then you be allowed to have because the players have so much power. Do we need to get to a space where we actually redefine and clearly define what a cricket coach's job actually is and should be? Is there time for a change here? Well, that, that's another really good question. I mean, I, I look at the way the cricket's set up is at the moment and, and, and I've heard it spoken a lot over the last little bit. You know, I've got ex-players and even ex-mates that sort of, when there's photos of the whole squad away, there's, there seems to be more support staff than, than cricket than players, <laughs> um, which is always funny. But, I mean, saying that and being on those tours, obviously been a while now since I've been on, but everyone on the tour always has a role and it's an mm. important role. So you sort of need them. <laughs> and that's that's probably coming from someone who's so used to having people around and doing a role that... It's sort of habit, I guess. If you took a few people away, then you know you probably wouldn't notice them. But, you know, although as I said, everyone that does go on a tour is very important. But you, you, I guess I'm trying to compare it to someone like something like football, where you have your, your head coach and you have all your, I guess, your defence, attack coaches, and ruck coaches, and it's very similar. You know, you've got your bowling, batting coach, mm. and a fielding coach. I guess the whole the job of the head coach is to make sure he knows his players, gets to know his players inside out, how they tick, and <clears throat> what they need to. Make sure they're in, a, in the right mindset to, to to enter the field, and 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 to make sure that his coaches are all on the same page of of, of you know what are the, what the players where they're at and what they're needing going into a game. He oversees the whole thing, and that's sort of I guess what um, 
what I've known the head coach to be. It's 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 something. And if I use you know Darren Lehman for example, who coached when I was there and has coached me a lot, so he did that really well. He just got to know all the players. He got to know them personally. Um, he knew how they you know if he if he saw someone that wasn't right, he'd he'd, he'd know that that body language and he'd and he'd make sure he'd you know speak to him to find out what was wrong if anything and and get him right because you know you know carrying baggage going onto the cricket field for example is. That game's hard enough as it is, so you've got to be mentally right as well. So that was the role of what Darren did so well. Um, and again, I don't know what Justin does because so I haven't been around uh, the, the setup with him. But um, if he hasn't got a connection like that to a lot of the players, and that's obviously the that could be the reason why that we're, we're sitting here talking about this. Otherwise, again, it doesn't make any sense. Ryan Harris, Ian Healy pointed out that when we went through the darkest days uh, with Sandpaper Gate, that he that the player power. Too much player power played a role in what happened there, and the culture issues that were that he believed, and we've all found out since were were happening in and around uh, Australian cricket. How much is too much power when it comes to the players, and should the players be careful here in trying to exert too much influence? Given they've done a remarkable job in winning back the the love and support of the uh, the Australian cricket public. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> That, that's a tough one for me to answer, I guess, because I, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with player power. It wasn't, you know, yeah. that's it's all under the bridge now with sandpaper. But yeah. I, I, that was just a mistake, and, and it was a massive, stupid mistake. And we've all spoken about that, but yeah. that wasn't because of player power and all that. Because as I said at the time when we didn't, I did numerous interviews. If that was all player power, it was all influence from the from the environment that was around. That, that was me. I was a part of that as well. And, yeah. and by no means or anything like that. That was anything was happening like that when I was playing. Yeah. Um, you know that 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 to me is not. I don't know. That's not. I'm not saying Ian Healy is a great and is a good mate of mine, but <clears throat> I, I don't necessarily agree with that. Play power now in, every, in all sport, it seems to be um, huge. And, and I guess, yeah, where, where do you draw the line? Uh, I, 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 the way I look at it, um, I guess, and I've got a pretty simple mind on how I, how I view things is, if they're if they're putting a, if they're putting a lot of influence on decisions like this, they've got to make sure that they they ship up or or, or they're all they're out because it yeah. puts a lot of lot more pressure. On players that if they're trying to make these decisions for them to be comfortable, um, you know, if their performance drops any any part of that, you know, after that moment, if the decision's made like this and their performance drops, they're under the pump. I reckon, you know, a lot more because they're the ones driving something that that potentially could cost, you know, um, support or, or or whatever it is around the team around the group. If, if you know if, if you know what I mean, so that puts a lot of pressure on players if they're driving these decisions, and that's sort of where. You know, again, I, I I didn't probably experience any of that when I was playing because again, we we had I had coaches I didn't necessarily agree with all the time, but yeah, I respected them and and that's that was that was the way I was brought up. You've you've got a great insight because you've played at the highest level and and been elite at the highest level, but you've also coached as well. Yep. The the balance that you spoke about earlier is a fascinating one, and and as for, I'd love to know for you first of all for you as a player. What kind of coach got the best out of you? The best friend or the challenging, the person that challenged you? And as a coach, have you had more success being the best friend, someone that everybody liked, or the, the coach that challenged the player? It, yeah, it, it, the best friend part for me, is, it's a challenge because a lot of guys I'm coached, especially in Queensland, my role now, I played a lot of cricket with and are still really good mates with yeah. me. But <laughs> I think, yeah, I think they're real. And, and the thing with that is, and, and if I use Darren Lee with an example again, he's one of my best mates and has been since I was the age of 15. Mm. <laughs> um, so I was really lucky with him. He was sort of a father figure and mentor for me as yeah. a young kid. So coming into the team like that, he, he told me when I wasn't doing something right, but I respected him. He knew me. He knew what buttons to push. He knew how hard he could go at me. And, but he always made sure... He made a point of what he was saying, 
and and and, and made sure I understood it. So I think I guess that the the, fun, the hardest thing I found doing what I'm doing now is is it, 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 it's how you approach it. And I haven't, to be honest, had too many barneys with mates at the moment, you know, with yeah. what I'm doing at the moment, because I'm I'm sort of sitting, I'm not head coaching, I'm sitting just below the coaching staff, I mm. guess, helping out with Queensland. I am selecting, and that's and I haven't had many challenges that just yet. But look, I, I think, you know, if I look at this Queensland group now, and I had to have a tough conversation with a, a Manus Labuschagne or Usman Kawaja, I feel as though I could do it, and, and there'd mm. be a way I'd do it because I know them. Um, and there's other guys in, that's in the squad that I don't know as well. But I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to get to know them as best I can. I take a few away on the best thing for me in my job at the moment. I'm taking them away on second 11 teams so I'm, in, in trips. So I'm getting to know as best I can the guys who I don't know. So the point there is I, I think the best you've got to try and do is what I, in my um, experience, is try, the guys you're going to coach, you've got to get to know them. And, and you're not going to necessarily agree um, with everyone and get on with everyone, but that's all right. That's just life. And yeah. Um, but you've got to form some sort of working relationship if you can. Um, if, if, if they don't respect you or you don't respect them, um, there's, there's got to be a way of, of, of respecting the player coach. And as I said, I ha- I've had a couple, a couple of coaches that at the time I didn't respect. Uh, sorry, I didn't necessarily agree with, but I respected because of who they were and what their job was. Um, and I had to do my thing to make sure that I was doing right, the right thing for the team. Um, last one before I let you go. Is, are we at a... a if- no matter what happens, whether Justin Langer stays on or doesn't, do you think that it's time now, given just how much cricket is played, obviously the explosion of T20, it seems like they're going to persist with one-day international cricket for the time being. Is there now a, a, a chance to, to, to split up the role, to, to say, right, you, you are our test coach and we'll focus on all things test and there might be yep. some other facets to that and then you are our short-form coach and you will focus exclusively on that because it's a big job. Very big job. Yeah, it's a huge. It is a huge job, and that, and that's why um, you know where Justin sits at the moment, probably four or five years. If you you know re- reference again, down, speak Darren Lehman a lot, but he, he he said he went a year too long. You know, mm. there, there's there is an expiry date, and and, and purely because like it, if you speak to Justin, that he loves it. He loves that job. It's probably the on par or second best or whatever he wants to put it. He, his, his best thing was playing for Australia. Now he's coaching the Australian cricket team, and that's his best thing. That's the best job in the world, and he wants to do it as long as he can. But it, it's it is as you say, with three formats now, you're away potentially between 280 and 300 days a year, especially when we get back to normal after post COVID. And so it is very hard. But one thing that with that on that point is that this is something what you exactly what you say there has been discussed now since I finished, and I've been finished now six seven years, and we haven't done wow. it. We've we've given coaches a break. We've given Justin a break, and 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 Andrew McDonald will go on a tour, and then you know. But and it, but we're getting to a stage again. We, we would have had it this month, I think. With with if the New Zealand tour was going ahead, I believe we would have had two teams playing almost at the same time again. Yep. Uh, T20 in a one day side, and a, and test and a test um, test team going. So, I, I I yeah, I think it's a bit tr- it's traditional where that we got one head coach for everything. There's probably got to be some more discussion about that and about potentially breaking it up and whether it's just a, a standard because usually you, you know you um without in not in a in a non-world cup t20 you don't play a lot of t20 so you could probably go standalone t20 coach and your, and your test test one day coach can probably do that, that part of it but yeah it's finding someone that's going to do that <laughs> pay him enough money to do it and and still be able to be away from family and travel i mean ricky ponting's been mooted about you know potentially doing it 
<laughs> look, it, it could. Ricky does the IPL and he does the commentary at home in, in the mm. summer. That's perfect for him. He's not away. He's away for three or four months, and that's about it. Yeah, it gets in the way of his golf, I reckon. Hey, Ryan, mate, that as well, <laughs> mate. You're an absolute star. Thank you so much. Always a great uh, chat to have with you, and I appreciate you making the time to have it. No, no drama, Sam. Thanks, mate. Good to see you. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.